Good morning, listeners, and welcome back to What's Up with Wolf, a podcast about all things Virginia Woolf, where we delve into her various works and discuss their themes, context, and implications. Today, we'll be talking about Mrs. Dalloway, a novel which comes highly requested by viewers, and rightly so. Published in the early 20th century, this novel follows on the heels of the first wave of feminism. Through her various works, including Mrs. Dalloway, Virginia Woolf drew attention to conversations relevant to the female experience. She was one of the first to challenge the status quo, thus contributing to changing the role of women in society. For many of us, Wolf is a feminist icon, and today as we explore her novel, Mrs. Dalloway, we'll see just how influential and far-reaching her remarks are on the modern female experience. Mrs. Dalloway takes us through a day in the life of Clarissa Dalloway, an upper-class housewife. Throughout the story, she struggles to reconcile her younger self and present self, especially as important characters from her past re-enter her life a life of financial stability, hosting parties with the elite, and a devoted husband who happens to be a member of parliament. Wolf inserts the reader into Clarissa's consciousness to view her thoughts and internal conflicts firsthand. Now that we've established the topic of today, let's dig into what we are truly here to talk about, the nuances of this novel that make it what I think it to be, the embodiment of the female experience in a patriarchal society. As I was reading this novel, I found the character of Clarissa to be relatable and I empathized with many of her struggles. I believe that Wolf intentionally depicts a character who does not have a strong sense of identity and whose life is merely devoted to pleasing others to draw attention to an overlooked aspect of the female experience, invisibility. A loss of identity which stems from the pressure society places on women to seek validation from others. Clarissa Dalloway embodies the impalpable struggle of women to find authenticity and fulfillment in a patriarchal society. Before we proceed, I think it's important to note that Virginia Woolf is not regarded as a feminist for all. In fact, there is evidence that she resisted the title of being a feminist. In an article by Nicholas Pierre Bouillot, he puts forth the argument that Woolf's literature lacks an established opinion on feminism and that she has a, quote, so-called feminist stance. While Wolf's resistance to feminism that Boyo highlights is important, I think this resistance stems from societal pressure and underscores just how influential the patriarchy is. Additionally, even if Wolf did not identify herself as a feminist, this does not negate the many valuable contributions she made to dialogues surrounding gender dynamics and the role of woman. To start, let's discuss the root and driver of the sense of invisibility that Wolf brings to light, the rampant desire to please others. Throughout the novel, Clarissa reveals how important the opinions of others are to her. In fact, she states that many of her actions are guided by the need to present a certain impression of herself to others. On page 87, she describes that she, quote, loves success, hated discomfort, must be liked. In this excerpt, Wolf omits a subject from the sentence and instead presents short and concise dependent clauses. Additionally, Clarissa doesn't just prefer being liked, she, quote, must be liked. The word choice of using must expresses the necessity for Clarissa to be liked by others. Clarissa also looked for validation in Peter, and on page 27, she even says that she, quote, wanted his good opinion so much. Clarissa's pressing need for approval and reassurance manifests because, according to Martha McBride, quote, women have traditionally been raised to be more other-centered and to put relationships first. Many women put all their time, energy, and effort into maintaining relationships with others and thus depend on others for identity and self-esteem. One of Clarissa's main activities is hosting parties, and this finding makes Clarissa's underlying motives much clearer. Another aspect of this desire to please others is the habit of sacrificing your own needs for the needs of others. This includes suppressing the need to express your opinions or needs, especially when they are in conflict with others. 
On page 28, Clarissa reflects that she, quote, had tried to be the same always, never showing a sign of all the other sides of her, faults, jealousies, vanities, suspicions. McBride prescribes that women feel the need to adopt a public persona, as Clarissa did, in which they conform to others' expectations because society does not value or reward women when they speak out for themselves. In fact, when women act out of their own interests, they are seen as being assertive, destructive, and irrational. Society makes it so that it is more comfortable for women to be complacent and feel inadequate. But eventually, when women constantly quell their true opinions and look for validation in others, they lose sight of who they are. Thus comes our second part, the sense of invisibility women experience as a consequence of being other-centered. Clarissa Dalloway defines herself through her roles as a wife and hostess. At one point, she reflects, quote, she had the oddest sense of being herself invisible, unseen, unknown, this being Mrs. Richard Dalloway. She lacks knowledge of her authentic self and only perceives her identity through her husband, underscored by the name Mrs. Richard Dalloway. In an article about the impact of the environment on identity, author Kui Ping Lu finds that Clarissa has a sense of alienation from the self because she sacrificed her authenticity for social standing and for the comfort her husband offers her. Again, Clarissa describes that, quote, often this body she wore, this body with all its capacities, seemed nothing, nothing at all. By describing herself as wearing her own body, Wolf emphasizes how detached Clarissa feels. Additionally, the use of the word nothing to describe her body repeatedly emphasizes the absence and lack of Clarissa's sense of self. Clarissa is unable to overcome her gender role expectations and satisfy her individual needs, and therefore she forms a disguised public self that she is unable to reconcile, reconcile with her true self. It is because of this that she yearns for the genuine feeling of anger she gets when she thinks about Doris Kilman. Difficulty in expressing anger is one of the consequences Martha McBride details when women give up their autonomy, which brings us to our last topic, the risks of pursuing autonomy. Clarissa struggles to discover her true identity because she fears judgment. Present within patriarchal society are harsh biases held towards femininity that make it especially difficult for women to pursue their passions and find their identity. Though Clarissa might put on a public persona when she hosts parties and improperly bases her identity on her performance as a hostess, gathering individuals from high society is something she enjoys. Her true intention for hosting parties to affirm herself may be misguided, but she details in the beginning of the novel that she thoroughly enjoys it. Be that as it may, the male characters in the novel discount her efforts and passion. For example, Peter describes Clarissa's delight in hosting parties as, quote, childish, and that she was, quote, simply a snob in short. When Clarissa hosts her party, she accommodates others and labors over putting together a successful gathering. She gives and gives, but receives little to nothing in return, except being described as, quote, fritting her time away and giving incessant parties. In an article where the authors examine the cultural trauma linked with patriarchal society and its impact on the formation of the female identity, they find that femininity is ascribed to lack of value. Clarissa Dalloway embodies the impalpable struggle of women to find authenticity and fulfillment in a patriarchal society. From the pressure society puts on women to please others, women are conditioned to seek out their identity externally, and as a result, feel no sense of self. Finding their identity is especially difficult when their efforts are harshly criticized by men. I think many of us see ourselves in the character of Clarissa Dalloway. We find ourselves giving up our own needs to accommodate others and pressing for approval and reassurance from those around us. 
Wolf articulates that this loss of autonomy leads to feelings of helplessness, loneliness, and passivity. So let Clarissa Dalloway be a cautionary tale. We must learn to trust ourselves despite the reactions of others and be willing to give up the need for approval from others to gain self-respect. We have the right to take care of ourselves, ask for what we want, and give up meeting the needs and expectations of others. Choose to define yourself rather than be defined by others. <laughs>